one that strives to, on a daily basis, to yield to that which is the spirit of the Lord. You know, and we all are on this journey, glory be to God, that we, that as Jesus had said, that if a man would follow after him, that he must deny himself. And I know this young lady is on a journey of working at it daily to deny herself that she may be able to be used as a vessel that is fit for the master's use. And I pray that that's each and every one of our desire is to be used as a vessel that is fit for the master's use. And yes, that requires us to deny ourselves in there. So on this morning, we have the privilege of being able to uh, hear and be spoken to of the word of God by my dear friend, my fair lady, yes indeed, and the lover of my soul and my heart, uh, none other than Minister Leslie Willie. Come on up, my dear. Amen. Amen. God is good. Amen. Amen. Okay. Before I waste any time, let's pray. Amen. Father, we thank you to again on a, a day that you've given unto us. And as I stand here, God, I ask that you would speak through me and and just do what you will, God. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O oh God. Let it be acceptable in your sight, O oh God. And we thank you today for the word that you've given to us, the charge that you've given to us, God. And that we would just not only be hearers of it, but that we would be doers of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Turn with me to Matthew, the 16th chapter. I got a little board up here, too. It's just more of a visual thing. Matthew, the 16th chapter and the 24th verse. I guess God is trying to get something over to us. Amen. Matthew, the 16th chapter, and the 24th verse. Is everybody there? Okay, I'm going to give you time. Matthew, the 16th chapter, and the 24th verse. Hallelujah. God is good, amen? I said God is good, amen? Yes. He is, and he's awesome. Matthew, the 16th chapter, and the 24th verse. Amen. After I read it. <clears throat> Matthew 16, 4 says, Then Jesus, then said Jesus, I'm going to read from the King James. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, I'm going to read it again. 
Then said Jesus unto his disciple, if any man will, and I want you to underline that. If you got the King James Version, then it says will. If you have the New King James Version and other versions like the Amplified or New American or NIV, it may say desire. But I specifically wanted to read it from the King James Version because I knew it says will. Then said Jesus unto his disciple, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. And the title of the message today is, Where There's a Will, There's a Way. He says, if any man would come after me, let him first deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. And you know, when, when the Lord spoke this to my heart, I immediately saw this. That's why I wanted to draw it. I, immediate, I immediately saw like as if we were on a freeway because I was. I was on the freeway. And you know how they have the exit signs, you know, whatever the street is. Uh, Arlington, Central, which is where I was exiting from. Central, exit here. And it has a number there. And it's, I, I thought it was very... Uh, precious that you put exit one for God's will <laughs> and exit two for our will. Amen. But when I was driving, this immediately came up before me in my spirit and the Lord began to say, say, say to me, I began to see this, my will versus God's will. And we already know that God's will is the narrow way because he talks about that being the narrow way. And we already know that our will is the broad way. Amen. So I began to think about, I said, Lord, what is it why we can't submit to your will? What is this? I mean, we know it's self, you know, but I thought, what is it that's keeping us from going on your road? Everything that we need is on your road. Even who we are is on his road. What is it? But I wanted to look up the word will. So I'm going to give you the definition for the meaning of the word will. And we all know the definition, but I just wanted to read it to you. Will. Generally, it's that faculty of the mind which selects at the moment of decision the strongest desire from among the various desires present. Will does not refer to any particular desire, but rather to the mechanism from choosing for choosing from among one's desire. Will. We have our will and we have God's will. But, you know... So what this really boils down to, who will are we going to submit to? Who will are we going to turn to? Is it going to be God's will or our will? And again, I tell you, I begin to ask the Lord, Lord, what is this? Why, you know, we can't just accept your will and go on that journey. 
And he knew it because that's why he said it in verse 24 that we had to deny ourselves. He already knew. And I begin to think about, well, what does deny mean? And it's just, I can't get more simpler than this. Than to deny what I want, what I desire, and even what I think. Because that's part of the will. It really is. The denying. And what it boils down to really, really, because the Holy Spirit spoke this to me, Leslie, it is nothing hard about this. I'm not trying to trick you or anything. He says, what it really boils down to, either you're going to serve me and go my way, or you're going to do your way. That's, that's just really what it boils down to. But what we've tried to do in our will We've tried to reject on God what we want. And what I realize about this is that because we think we know what's best for us. We think we know what we want. We think we know what our life is. But what is life? Pastor John preached a message on what is life. And the word of God tells us that life is like a vapor. Amen. But when we accept Christ and we all have accepted him, then what he begins to minister to me is that it's no more of your will, Leslie. And see, that's the part we have to understand. When we have accepted Jesus into our heart, when we've made him Lord over our lives, then it's no more about our will. And to be very honest with you, it's no more about what we think and what we want and what we desire. And I know it's a hard thing. I know. I know. But truth is sometimes hard. But it's the truth. But God's will is the only way for those of us who have accepted him. For those of us who have asked him into our heart. For those of us who have confessed that he's the Lord of our lives. This is the only way. So to me, there's not even such a thing about a free will. Because when you don't accepted him, then you have turned over your will to his way and following him. Amen. Amen. And I find that the very difficult part of us really being able to follow um, God's will and his way is because we're afraid. We are, we are afraid of losing control. We are afraid of allowing someone else to be in charge of our lives. We really are. Even God, the, 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 the mighty king, the, the great omnipotent one, the, the, the one who created us. We're even afraid to give this over to him, our lives. I know because I've struggled with it and still is struggling with some areas. But I begin to think about all of the things that he's given to us and all of the, uh, the things of how he's shown me who he is. And I'm going to tell you, honestly, what came to me. Can I have those CDs? God has been speaking to us. I'm telling you, for those of you who have been coming to true love at any time, God has been speaking to us. Oh, okay. I can put it right here. Thank you. Thank you. I can put it right here. 
God has been speaking to us. And I was just going through my bag because I take a bag every day because I have a lot of junk. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's my junk, though. <laughs> um, but I take a lot of things, and I always have my CDs in there, you know, that Pastor John ministers. And I put them in there, and I listen to them. And one day, I had my bag, and I was looking in there, and the Lord right then began to speak to me. He said, do you hear? And I just began to look at all the messages. Number our days. This was January 6, 2018. Number our days. That was one of the messages, okay? Then on January 13th, he came to us and said, true worship. And then on January 20th, he said, the life of the light is in you. Then on January 27th, he said, times of trouble. It's a lot of them, you guys, because we're in February now. So February 3rd says, the joy that was set before him. I believe that was last week, right? Now, these are way back. And I want to say way back, it ain't that it was too far. It was September 9th, 2018. Sanctification with transformation. Man, that was a powerful one. Man. On November 11th, it says, what is your testimony before God? For God. December 9th, God loves you. And December 23rd, Jesus is the reason part one. Now you tell me God ain't speaking to us. And in every one of these messages that he is speaking, he is going back to the same thing. Even this morning, he's going back to the scripture. Now, I didn't know she was going to talk about this scripture, but every time he's coming back to the same scripture in Matthew 16, 24, to do what? Then Jesus said unto his disciple, if any man will, will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow him. So it looks like we don't have a choice. <laughs> because we belong to him. We have accepted him. We've been bought with the price. Uh, a price that was paid. A price that was beyond even our understanding. Because we don't even understand this. That's why we can't value what he's done. Because not enough of this has been said about who, what he's done in the right way. And so for a lot of us, we've been in church, we've been around this for a long time. And what we've done, we've come in and out and still, you know, love God and tried to live the best way, way that we could. But we haven't totally submitted our will to God's will. Because of a few of these things, we're afraid, we don't want to lose control, we don't really know God. And it's a difference when knowing God and knowing of him. It's a whole difference, let me tell you. And, and what I'm understanding is that God is wanting us to really know him for who he is. And the only way you're going to know him for who he is is that you get on his road, that you get on his path. 
and it's narrow. I'm going to tell you, it's, it, it ain't easy. I always say to people that church ain't for chumps. It's just not. You got to be girded. You got to know. You got to be fully persuaded like Paul talked about. And the fully, persuade, the fully persuasion is not in yourself. It's in him. It's in him. It, it points you directly to him. And I have these two last down here. We don't know how to pray. But I want to talk about a little bit how we can get to know him in, this, in, 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 in being able to turn your wheel over to him. Because this is really the bottom line, you know, being able to really know here. The reason why we come here, we're not coming here just for out of routine. We're not coming here out of, uh, because my mom told me the best thing to do is to come to church. Or because my dad went to church and my mom went to church and it's better to be in church than to be anywhere else. And all of those things are good, but that's not the reason. The reason we're here is because we need to know God and who he is and the greatness of his power and the greatness of, 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 of how he wants to mold us and, and change us and direct us on his path. This is where you learn it at is here coming into the house, coming into his presence, coming into his place. Because when you're here, then you're experiencing all that he has for you. I'm telling you, and you will not, and you cannot remain the same. So knowing God is one of the reasons why we come to church. It really is. And then, of course, one of the other reasons that draws us closer to God is we learned about today, prayer. And we learned that prayer, even this morning in our Sunday school, in the intercession part, that you can't really intercede unless you can begin to really pray properly. Amen? And so with prayer and that being cultivated and, 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 and spending time in the word, and I know all of these things, we already know them, but most of us don't do them. Let's just be honest. You know, we're busy in life, kids, bills, whatever. We can, we, we get off focus. But God is wanting to put us back on focus. He's wanting us to be able to turn our will truly over to him, to be able to submit to him in a way like we've never known in 2019. He really is. He's calling for us. We, 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 we got to do it. We can't remain the same. We got to do it. Go with me to, um, go with me to Proverbs 14. And 12, I thought this was very interesting. Because, uh, you know, I'm talking a lot about us being able to deny ourselves. And be able to really turn our way and turn our direction towards God's will. Because here, this, this is, all this way is going to lead to, and, and, and Proverbs is going to tell us here, Proverbs 14 and 12. Proverbs 14 and 12, it's going to tell us what our way is going to lead to. Man. 
Yeah. Proverbs 14:12 says, "There is a way which seems right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death." So we already know that our way, all it's going to lead to is death. And, you know, we have a lot of great ideas. We have a lot of things that we think we know. (laughs) Man, it was one time that I was uh, really seeking the Lord about something. This was almost 20 years ago. And uh, I was praying and I was begging and pleading with God to do this for me. And the door would not open. It wouldn't open. And I wanted to bind the devil and take authority over him and say it's the enemy. And you know how we do. (laughs) And the Lord had to show me that the door was closed because he was trying to prevent me from going in that door. Because that wasn't the way that he wanted me to go. That wasn't the path that he was wanting me to take. But I thought I knew, so I had the outline of everything. I was like, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. And it was a job. And when I land this job, then I'm going to be able to, you know, make the money I need to and, and, you know, give my tithes like I need to, 20%, whatever. Um, And I'll be able to, you know, really take care of my son and, you know, and I really be able to pay my bills on time and stuff. And that, and I'm telling you guys, I even call myself going on a fast <laughs> to make this thing happen. I'm telling you. And um, that door just would not open until I realized that the reason why the door wasn't opening was because God was trying to, hey, hey, hello, don't go in that door. He was trying to prevent me from going in that door because he knew what was behind it. Okay. And I'll never forget the Lord telling me, okay, okay, I'll move from it. And when I got that job, when I tell you that was the worst nightmare, (laughs) that I had ever experienced. And I, and, and it, cause you know, I used to have this certain time where I would pray. And I remember when I went downstairs, the Lord told me, see, I told you. He said, I told you that wasn't the right job. That wasn't the right way. It was, you talking about people. It was, them people was, <laughs> yeah, crazy. And after the end, I think I learned my lesson. Here I go. I think I learned my lesson. (laughs) And I said, Lord, if you would just get me out of this. (laughs) I did. (laughs) I mean, it was so bad to where I went to a, I had a permanent job and went to a temporary agency to get out of that job. (laughs) Man. So, and and I said, Lord, if you get me out of this, I'll, I'll trust you. (laughs) Like, look, I'll trust you. <laughs> and I, I, I got out of that job and went through a temporary agency just to get something else. And I was like, oh, my God, you know. So I learned that lesson there. But I can also remember, too, 
And it, it was like, uh, so this was a long time ago, you guys. It was like, I'm telling my age now. This was like in the 90s and stuff. 92, 93. It was 24 years. Yeah. Okay. And something about came again where uh, my, my, my oldest son, um, whom I was a single parent with, um, his father had never been in his life, really. And I remember in prayer, the Lord told me that he was going to come. But I didn't know he was going to come like three days later. <laughs> so he all of a sudden popped up out of nowhere. And we're talking about mm, a long time. <laughs> and say, said, you know, I want to see my son. I'm like, oh, well. And I can remember him coming. And I hadn't seen him. You have to understand, at that time, I was like, oh, okay, I can't tell my age. But uh, I was, I was uh, up in age. And um, so he came, and he was like, oh, I need to see my son, and I need to be in his life, and all of this and that, and... And I said, okay, and we need to get married, and we need to come together, and all of this. And I always cared a great deal for him um, because he was my first. And um, I thought I could never lose that love for anybody because, you know, you know how we are with our first. We think it's the moon. Anyway. <laughs> And I can remember God speaking to me and telling me, so I still cared for him. Let me just get to the bottom line. I still cared for him. So when he was telling me, oh, let's come together and let's get married, um, you know, I was listening to it. Because you remind me, I was a single parent and you're talking about struggling. I was struggling. And so, but I had a relationship with the Lord too. <laughs> and... I remember seeking the Lord about it, asking him, Lord, is this what you want? It all sounds so good to be true. I mean, he don't came in with gifts and, and, and lavishing me and lavishing our son and all of this. And, and oh, I, I'm stationed in San Diego and you can just move down there and all of this. And I'll never forget what the Spirit of God said to me. Because I asked him. He said, now, my will for you is not that. I'll never forget it. He said, now, if you will to do that, then that's on you. He said, but that's not my will for you. And um, I'll never forget being able to share this with him, to tell him. I said, well, this is how God said it to me, that it was not his will for me to be with you, that he had a plan and he had a purpose, <laughs> and he had another way. <laughs> Boy, it was straight and narrow. His way was straight and narrow. But, and, and that way was broad, let me tell you. But thank God I listened to God's way, amen? Because look at the result of my life now. Look at who really God gave me. Pastor John, 
God had another plan, didn't he? Man, and it's been wonderful. Unspeakable. See, you don't even know the story. That's another time. But what I have here is one of the things we must be clear about denying ourselves, we must say no to ourselves and yes to God. Amen? We must submit our will to his and follow him as an example. We got to. There's no other way. I was, th- I was looking at this when it said, when I put here, we must be clear about denying ourselves. We must say no to ourselves and yes to God because this is all what he's looking for. This is all what he's looking for. And at the, at the end of the day, this is what's going to be needed in order to do his will, in order to do what he has called us to do. Amen? He has left us here just for that. I wanted to talk about how that, you know, how that when we accepted him and what he did and how he changed us. Go to 1 Corinthians, the fifth chapter. I mean, 1 Corinthians, yes, 5.17. I think this is worth repeating. I think this is worth knowing. Oh, I'm sorry, second. 2 Corinthians 5.17. I apologize. So if I would have had my way, then ain't no telling what my life would have been if I would have did that and went my way, you know? But if you hold on to God and do it his way, your life will be so much better, I'm telling you. We got to learn how to die to ourselves. I said, we got to learn how to die to ourselves. Let's go to 2 Corinthians 5, 15. I'm going to start at 15. Such a powerful... Such a powerful passage of scripture, man. It, 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 I don't know how any plainer it can get. <laughs> and that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Verse 16, wherefore henceforth know we no man after the flesh, yea, do we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. And this is the main one that I wanted to get to, verse 17, but I thought 15 is worth reading, you know, because we need to be reminded that he died for all of us. And that because he died, we shouldn't be henceforth living for ourselves. This is why we must deny ourselves and live unto him. Amen. And yes, because of what he's done. And I know we don't like to all the time 
you know, put value on that because the precedence, like Pastor John has always told us, the, the precedence has been put on us for so long and the benefit of what came out of him dying for us. But we got to really know what he did and how that that created a path for us that we couldn't create for ourselves. We couldn't create this for ourselves. That's why we can't afford to go on our way ourselves. We can't afford to go our way. We can't. How can we go our way with a path that he don't create it for, for himself that he knows about us? He created us. How is it that we, the creatures, could think that we know more than the creator? We can't. Verse 17 says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. In verse 18, which is so powerful, it says, And all things are of God, who has reconciled us, that's you and me, to himself by Jesus Christ, and have given us the ministry of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. So where there's a will, there's a way. And I told Pastor John, I tell him this all the time. I said, I know this because I've lived my life this way. For the most part. If I really want to do something, I'm going to do it. I'm going to find a way to do it. And so we must find a way to submit ourselves to God's will and to his plan and, and, and recognize why he's left us here. That it is not for us, but it's for him. Amen? So where there's a will, there's a way. So which way are you going to take? Which way are you going to take? Where there's life and life more abundantly, and that life more abundantly is just not talking about some natural materialistic things. It's talking about a life and really knowing God and who he is in the relationship because that's his desire is wanting a relationship with us. He's wanting to get back that which was, we lost. Amen? And how he's left us here to do just that, to form that relationship, to be that ambassador, to be that representative. So where there's a will, there's a way. So are we going to deny ourselves? We have to. We have to deny ourselves. I have here, when we seek the Lord, the Holy Spirit would guide us and show us God's will for us. Romans 12 and 2 says, do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good and pleasing and perfect will. So if you go to Romans 12 too, it talks about what that perfect will is. It tells us we can't be conformed to the world. And this has been one of the problems. This is the reason why we haven't been able to fully submit to God's will because we're so used to trying to follow the patterns of the world and, and, and the way that they say we're supposed to be doing stuff and the way that they say we're supposed to be living and the way that they say what we're even supposed to be wearing. 
or looking. And, and one of the things, and I, said, I say this all the time, but one of the things we got to get in our minds, even although we're in this world, we are not of it. And one of the things that we have to understand that is we cannot be conformed to the world. That there is a kingdom system and then there's a world system. And if you're in the body of Christ, then you must be in the kingdom system. There is no in between. We, we got to follow this way. It's the only way. It really is. God desires that we know his will and plans for our life. And as we earnestly seek him, we'll find truth in Ephesians 1.9 where it says, And he made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasures, which he purposed in Christ. He purposed. He made known. He'll make it known to us. Go to St. John 14, 6. He'll make it known to us. So where there's a will, there's a way. What way are you going to choose? What way are you going to take? I'm going to start at um, four. In the King James Version, it says, And whether I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whether thy goest, and how can we know the way? And that he was only referencing because Jesus was going to get ready to descend, ascend to the Father. But the scripture that I wanted to read is six. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man come unto the Father but by me. So Jesus is the way. He's the way that we must follow. His way, he's already laid out for us in his design. Yes, and there's something that we have to do. We're going to have to deny ourselves. That means be rid of what we think, what we want, what we desire. And like I said, hey, I know it's a hard thing. But one of the things that I've learned in this is that God has never asked us not to do anything that we couldn't do. <laughs> he hasn't. Because he did it. He submitted unto the uh, Father's request to come and die for us. 
He even said, Lord, if this be thy will, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. And this is where God is wanting us to get to. This is where he's wanting us to see that he is the only way. He's the only truth. He's the only life. Amen? Amen. Bow your heads with me.